Thank you so much for joining us once again for the NCC More podcast. It's in this podcast that we are trying, trying just to add a little more value to the Sunday sermon. Um, just trying to give you a few of the things that maybe didn't fit into the 35 or 40 minutes uh, that we have on Sunday. Uh, just some helpful tools, some practical handles uh, that will really speak to you uh, on the topic that we are covering. And as you know, right now, we are in a series of talks uh, entitled Living Holy, Living Holy. And that's not H-O-L-Y, that is W-H-O-L-L-Y. How do we live whole? And see, we believe that through Jesus Christ, we can be whole and complete. After all, it was Jesus that said, I have come that you might have life, that you might have it to the full, in abundance until it overflows. That is the life that Jesus came for us to have. And so we've been talking about uh, living whole. We started talking about living whole in your spirit. And then this past Sunday, we talked about how do you live whole in your mind? How do you live whole in your mind? And we gave you uh, four keys, uh, an acrostic for the word mind of how, how to be whole in your mind. And we talked about meditation, investigation, narration, and deflection. Once again, that was meditation, investigation, narration, and deflection. And it's so important that we live whole in our mind, that we live whole in our thoughts. And I just want to remind you of the quote from Pastor Craig Crochelle that said, your life is always moving in the direction of your most dominant thoughts. Your life is always moving in the direction of your most dominant thoughts. Of course, we know that Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinks within himself, so is he. And so we realize that our thoughts, our mind is really driving our life forward. It's what is setting the course of our direction. So if I want to end up at a certain destination, I need to be moving in the right direction. And my thoughts are creating that direction. And so I want to take just a moment and maybe add just a little bit more to this concept of uh, the four things that we need in order to be whole in our mind and maybe just give you a different perspective on some of these things that we talked about on Sunday. And let's start with meditation. And what we said on Sunday is that meditation is making sure you fill your mind with the right things, filling your mind with the right things. But let me just tell you that the right things are not always fun things. The right things are not always fun things. Now, we can fill our mind up with certain truths that are, that are fun and they feel good to us. Uh, you, you, we can fill our, our mind up with the fact that with God, all things are possible. That, that, that's a fun thing. We can fill our mind up with uh, some of the promises in the Bible. Uh, but you cannot just meditate on the things that feel good. You have to meditate on the things that will do you good. And what that means is that you have to meditate on some things that are challenging to you. You have to meditate on some things that are that are 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 um, 
are really forcing you to really think hard. You know, I, I was in a, a conference not long ago, and uh, this speaker who is um, he is an executive coach and uh, coaches uh, many of the top CEOs in the country, and he said that what he has discovered is that 99% of people don't think anymore. And now when he said that, I thought, 99%, that's awfully high, don't think anymore. And then what he began to describe was he said, people don't think, people just think that they think, but all they're actually doing is just regurgitating old information, information that they learned in school, information that they learned from their parents, information that they learned from a mentor, and they are just they are just regurgitating or reproducing that information instead of doing the hard work of thinking about the here and now. And so maybe he's using 99% as just a uh, uh, an attention getter. But I, after he talked about it, I believe that he is correct. People don't do the hard work of thinking because doing the hard work of thinking is going to cause you to wrestle with some ideas maybe that you don't agree with, to wrestle with some ideas that are uncomfortable, to wrestle with some ideas that are going to cause you to stretch, and that stretching is going to create tension, and that tension is going to cause me to do hard work, and I don't want to do that work, and so I'm not going to think about these things because I don't want to have to deal with these things. You see, meditation is not just not just taking the verse of the day that gives you the goosebumps and, and makes you think, whew, that's such a great verse. I love that promise. No, it's whenever we begin to put things in our mind that are challenging who we are right now. Jesus said so many things that challenge us in that way. If you just read through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Jesus was constantly challenging the people around him and his words still challenge us today. We need to meditate on some of those words, some of those words that challenge us to the very core of who we are. Remember, meditation is thinking about the right things, not just the fun things, not just the easy things, not just the things that feel good to us. It is making sure that we are filling our mind with the right things that are challenging us, molding us, making us the people that God has called us to be. So meditation is not always an easy or a fun process. Now let's get down to investigation. What am I thinking about, right? Destiny Destiny said on Sunday, you got to think about what you think about. The investigation is what am I thinking about? When you begin to ask that question, what you discover is a new level of awareness. Whenever you are brought into a a new level of awareness of your thinking, uh, that can be very scary. And I say it's scary because when you haven't been thinking about what you're thinking about, and all of a sudden you get get, uh, inspired to think about what you're thinking about, the things that you have been thinking about will actually scare you to think, what have I been doing? How have I been thinking these crazy thoughts? Why have I let these ideas stay in my mind this long? And whenever we enter into that investigation stage, we might not like what we find. 
But just because we don't like it doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it. We must commit to the investigation to find out what are we thinking about? What is filling up our mind during the day? What are we thinking about? And listen, if you don't like it, don't quit. If you don't like it, don't quit. Just keep on going through the process. Investigation is a vital part of your mind being whole. So many times what happens in investigation is things begin to be revealed and they people realize the negativity, they realize the fear, they they realize the anxiety, they realize to the to the extent that they did not know was there. If you recall on Sunday, Destiny was talking about watching television and the anxiety that it was creating, and we didn't discover that until we made a decision not to have television anymore when we moved into our new house, and that was a, a budget decision, not a, not a spiritual decision or a moral decision, it was a budget decision and as Destiny said, in three months, her anxiety decreased by at least 60% because she did not realize how much TV she was watching. She did not realize the impact that it was having. But what we have to do is we have to force some investigation in our life because we don't realize how much we're thinking about things. We don't realize how much anxiety is driving our life. We don't realize how much fear and worry is influencing us. But whenever we start doing some investigation, we come face to face with some of these hard truths. And when we come face to face with them, so many times we realize, man, I've made so many mistakes. Man, I've been living this way for so long and I don't know how to change this. And we get afraid in that moment. That moment is scary. And so we stop and we want to back up and we want to retreat and we want to say, no, no more investigation for me. I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. You must continue to investigate. Remember, we're talking about how your mind can be whole. Your mind cannot be whole if you are not willing to investigate some of the scary things. You've got to be willing to investigate. Then we moved on and we talked about narration. Narration. And, uh, and here's what I found. I found that, that people talk to themselves, but so many times people talk to themselves after the fact instead of before the fact. They talk to themselves after they've made the bad decision, and they talk to themselves like this. Man, you're such an idiot. Man, why did you say this? Man, if you were only stronger, if you were only better, if you were only this. But they don't talk to themselves before the fact. And if they talk to themselves before the fact, it would change what they would say to themselves after the fact, because they would go into that moment, they would go into that temptation, they would go into that day more prepared and more focused for what is to come. So let's not just be people that talk to ourselves at the end, uh, that talk to ourselves through the lens of guilt and shame and condemnation. Let's talk to ourselves on the front end. Let's talk to ourselves before. Let's create a pre-moment narration where we talk to ourselves at the beginning of the day. We talk to ourselves throughout the day so that whenever that moment comes, we are more prepared for that moment. Now, whenever um, we talked on Sunday, we talked about the power of declaration the power of having these, these daily affirmations that we speak over our life. Um, as Destiny has shared many, many times, it was declarations that truly began a transforming process and time in her life. 
I wrote declarations on a note card. What did those declarations look like? They, they, they came right out of the scripture, but they were crafted exactly for her. And so it's whatever you're dealing with. It, it's whatever you're going through. Uh, and you need to write those declarations down. You need to post those declarations and you need to tell yourself who you are. See, this is why we, uh, we have our declaration here at North Point. It's why uh, a couple years ago, we put this declaration on a magnet and we gave this away so that people could put it up in their homes. It's why we put it on a poster and sold it there at the book cart. People have framed it, put it in their kid's room because there is there is power when we begin to make this declaration that says, I am, I am a child of God. I am loved. I am adored. I am accepted. That is who I am. That is my identity. We are speaking to who we are. I am an overcomer. I am more than a conqueror. That's who we are. Through Christ, we can do all things because he has given us that strength. That is who we are. That declaration is so incredibly powerful, and it puts my mind in the right posture and in the right position to respond to life the right way. So whenever somebody comes at me, whenever uh, whenever uh, 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 the wrong thought tries to come at me, because I've got my narration down, I've been telling myself who I am. I've been telling myself that that I am loved. I've been telling myself that I do belong. I've been telling myself that I am strong. I am capable. I've been telling myself these things. Whenever that moment comes, I'm going to be more prepared for that moment. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to be perfect. Please hear me. Just because you say declarations in the morning doesn't mean that you're going to make the right choice all day long. But here's what it does prepare you for. It prepares you for the moments after you fail. You can bounce back faster because I am not a failure and I am not the enemy of God and I am not not accepted anymore because I've already told myself I am a child of God. Whenever I mess up, I'm still the child of God. I have told myself that I am loved and I am adored and I am accepted. So whenever I mess up, I am I am not not accepted because of my mistake. No, I've already told myself it is it is solidified in my mind and in my heart. This is who I am. So whenever I mess up, guess what I get to do? I don't have to go through the negative narration of saying, oh, I'm a failure. Oh, I'm a screw up. Oh, I'm never going to figure this out. Oh, I'm never going to be able to. No, I get to bounce back so much faster because my pre-narration has changed my post-narration of the moment that I did not do what I said I wanted to do. So it helps me be better in the moment, but even if if I fail in the moment, it helps me get back up faster and to move forward quickly. And that's the name of the game. So these things are so vital. And then lastly, we talk about deflection. We talk about deflection. And before there can be deflection, there's got to be detection, right? It's like the, the, enemy, the enemy's missile is coming, right? 
and you, you, your radar needs to be going off in your mind. Okay, you, you sense that this, that there, there is a, there is an attack, there is an assault coming on you, there is a, a missile that's headed your way, and it is a thought that's going to take you to a place that you don't want to go. You see, uh, detection is when I begin to have thoughts and I know where they take me. I know where certain ideas take me. I know where certain uh, thoughts take me. And then I begin to detect that thought as it's coming in. And then what I have to create is a deflection mechanism that does not allow that thought to take root into my mind. Um, I, I have to have something to deflect these thoughts. Now, what am I going to deflect these thoughts with? I mean, that's a great idea, Philip. Okay, bad thoughts are coming. Uh, you got to have some deflecting. Well, yeah, sure. Uh, of course, I've known bad thoughts were coming and I didn't know what to do. I didn't have, uh, I don't know how to get rid of the bad thoughts. I don't know what to do. Okay, the only way that you can deflect thoughts that don't, you don't want to access your mind, you don't want to stay there. The only way that you can deflect them is what, you have put in with what you have been meditating on. The only thing that you can deflect a lie with is the truth. The only thing that you can deflect the enemy's dart with is the tools that God has given you to push that out. And so whenever you meditate on the right things, now all of a sudden I have something, I have a defense mechanism, I have a shield to lift up that is going to deflect the missile, the, the, the arrows that the enemy is shooting at me. So I deflect it with the truth. And this is why you have to fill your mind up with the right things, because it's not just something uh, that we say that that's cute or nice or polite, or it's going to make you a good Christian. No, it's the fact that you are in a fight, you are in a battle. And if you do not put the right things in, when the enemy's arrows are flying at you, you are not going to have anything to deflect them with. So you have to put it in. You have to get the bad stuff out. You have to begin to talk to yourself and tell yourself this is who you are. You are who God says that you are. You have to begin to narrate that story in your mind so that when the attack of the enemy comes, you have something that deflects the lie, that deflects the accusation. You have to have something in your life that refuses access to those thoughts. And the only way you can do that is with the truth. And it's when the truth gets in you that you begin to create a belief system, that belief system in you that will help you deflect and detect the lies and the attacks of the enemy and the world. And so whenever you go through this process, these are the things that help keep your mind whole. Okay. Once again, let's go through it quickly. Meditation, meditation, thinking about the right things. It's not just the feel good things. It's not just the fun things. It's thinking about the right things. The right things need to challenge you. The right things need to be uncomfortable for you. The right things need to cause you to wrestle with some things on the inside of you. That's what you need to be meditating on. You need to be investigating. Okay, you need, uh, you, you need to be asking yourself, what am I thinking about? And if your answer to that question is all good stuff, you need to keep asking yourself that question because there is some area in your life 
where you are not thinking about good things. You are not thinking about pure things. You are not thinking about beneficial and helpful things. You need to find that area. Don't ignore that area. Don't overlook that area. Ask yourself those hard things. Bring that awareness. Don't be afraid of that. You need to get into this narration. Stop the the post-narration, right, of I'm a screw-up and I'm never going to be able to. Start with that pre-narration, right? you got to start in the morning, before the moment happens, before the temptation comes. Start with that narration, that declaration, that affirmation, that positive self-talk. That's what you have to have so that you will be more likely to have success in the moment. But if you still fail in the moment, you're going to get back up after the end if you've had the right narration. And then the deflection. You gotta have that deflection mechanism. You gotta have that defense system. Detect and deflect. And that's why we gotta get the truth in so that we have what we need, so that we cannot give access to the lies and the accusations that the enemy and the world tries to bring. So, hey, let's keep our mind whole this week. It is not a pleasant process at all times, but it is a necessary process. Let's keep our mind whole. Everything, as Craig Rochelle said, our life is going to move in the direction of our most dominant thoughts. So let's investigate our mind. Let's let's make sure that our dominant thoughts are good thoughts because we want our life moving in that good direction. So I just want to say, hey, once again, thank you so much for joining us for this NCC More podcast. Uh, this series is going to continue on for several more weeks. Um, actually, this Sunday, we're going to be talking about how do you live whole emotionally. Man, it is going to be so good. And so if you're listening to this podcast already after the podcast, go back and listen to all of it. Start with the spirit. Move to the mind. Get into those emotions. Listen to this series. I believe it's really, really going to benefit your life. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today, and we look forward to seeing you soon at North Point Community Church. God bless you.